So just a quick disclaimer before this podcast episode starts. So this episode is about structure, the importance of structure, the value of structure, but also some of the limitations that a rigid structure can bring while also explaining the value of a stream of consciousness style, you know, the style of just letting your thoughts flow freely. So generally when I record any podcast episode, I do use this stream of consciousness style. I don't have a set of ideas that I write that I want to talk about beforehand. I don't have notes and I certainly don't have any kind of script and I'll explain that later on in this podcast episode why I do it that way. But in that same interest, in in that same area of thought, I thought it would be fun if I recorded this entire podcast episode in one take and didn't edit it at all. So even though I use this stream of consciousness style in all of my podcast episodes, I very rarely end up not editing at all. I usually cut out any of my ums and uhs and stuff like that and any ideas where I think I've gone way off track. But just for fun, I thought I'd use this opportunity to just give you guys a raw unedited version of one of my podcast episodes, you know, exactly for the purpose of of structure and showing why structure is important. So my apologies if I go off track or if, if anything's confusing or if it gets boring at any point, but bear with me. And I think this is a fairly interesting self-aware analysis of a, of a podcast episode. So hope you enjoy. Let's go. From now on, one take, no editing, and hopefully no slip-ups. Let's go. Hello everyone and welcome back to The Sign of the Dollar. So for those of you who don't know, I'm actually an IB tutor and I help 11th and 12th grade students with some of their work. Now, the other day I was working with one of my students and helping him formulate a structure for a presentation that he was going to be giving in class. And this got me thinking about structure in general and the value of having a structure and the importance of it in order to effectively express or convey your ideas. So I started looking at some of my own work. I looked at my book, my podcast, some of the essays I've written in the past and thought, well, I am someone who likes to have a structure and something I do generally to start with when I'm going to produce any work is get a good idea of what the structure is going to be so that I can make sure that I'm effectively communicating my ideas. But at the same time, there is another approach to producing work that I also take and that I especially take for my podcast, and that is the stream of consciousness style. And the point of that is you just decide that you're going to talk about a certain topic or you're going to write about a certain topic and you just start doing so and whatever comes into your mind, you write down on the page or you talk into the mic and say those things. So the reason I do that for my podcast is that I have a particular goal goal for my podcast. Now, one of the goals is to get my ideas out and to share them with the people who are listening to my podcast. But another one of the goals is to not only learn from my my guests, but also to learn from myself. And I think the best way to do that is using this style, because if I go in thinking with a rigid structure, knowing exactly what it is that I'm going to say, you know, either writing a script or even writing detailed notes, I'm not going to really arrive at any new conclusions. On the other hand, if I just let my brain wander, what I'm essentially doing is I'm thinking, and as I'm thinking, I'm speaking about it. And it might be hard to just think and sub-vocalize in your head, 
So it can often help for you to actually say it and you might reach a place that you wouldn't have reached originally if you had, you know, limited yourself with a strict structure. So you may be wondering, okay, what's the point of, of all of this talk about structure? I mean, it's obvious that structure helps and is necessary for expressing ideas in an effective way. But this got me thinking about when it is beneficial to have a stream of consciousness style, when it is beneficial to have a rigid structure, and, and, and the point of having either one of those styles. And that's what I wanted to talk about today in this episode. So, as I said, the reason I use a stream of consciousness style is so I can arrive at ideas I didn't know I had in me uh, while I'm recording my podcast. And, and this is similar to uh, also when I have guests on the podcast. Because I want to learn from them, I'm not going to have a rigid structure. I'm not going to have something that I want to say, or rather, I'm not going to have a fixed number of things that I want to say to that person because I want the discussion to flow naturally and I think that's the best way that you can learn from another person because you're not prepared or pre-prepared with a set of points that you want to make or or you know things that you want to say that will disprove your opponent or your or the guest's point but instead you are there to just talk have a, have a discussion see where it leads and and learn from it now, that's different from a debate format. So, of course, these days, debates can be very cutthroat and it can be people just attacking each other and trying to put the other person down. Now, you might say this was not the original intention of a debate, but debates are by nature competitive. They, they want or they require one person to come on top, or at least they want people to sort of vote or, or decide on who they thought made the better points. And that's totally fine. You know, debates can be very effective, but the difference is they are rigidly structured. And the main point is for one person to sort of combat the other person's viewpoints and make sure that his point is made stronger than the other person. And while this can be very effective, as I said, I think discussions can, or rather they do, allow for a lot more learning and they allow even the person who's speaking to come to conclusions or learn things that they did not previously know, not only from the other person, but also from themselves. So if this is the case with the stream of consciousness style, why don't we use it for everything? Why don't we use it for books, essays, and the like? So for essays and books, for example, let, let me think of the book that I'm writing right now. I have a very particular structure. Now, it's not a traditional linear structure because I don't think the ideas in my book allow me to have such a structure. Instead, it's split into several parts and subsections and they're cross-referenced in a way. And I think that's the best way to organize my book. And the reason for that is I have so many ideas in it that might not even seem coherent if they aren't organized in a particular fashion. And and this was very difficult for me to do because there are certain ideas in certain chapters that I think rely on other parts, uh, parts that could be either before or after that particular part. And the issue with that is, okay, then how do I sequence the ideas in my book? Right, so of course there is an issue of structure. And if you want to get certain points across, it is valuable to know in what order or what structure you're going to express them in. So structure is, of course, very, very valuable uh, when it comes to expressing any ideas and making sure you can effectively get them across. And this may seem obvious, 
but it's not something that everybody does. And even if you are aiming to do a sort of stream of consciousness style, if, if there is certain ideas that you want to get across, there is a lot of value to explicitly knowing what your structure is going to be beforehand. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. You have a certain set of ideas and you don't know how to explain them or express them because you don't have any idea of what structure it is that you're going to sort of place them into. So that, yeah, that got me thinking about how in general, when I give a presentation or, or when I write an essay, I, I structure things in a way that are easy for me to understand and also easy for the people reading or listening or watching or whatever it might be to understand. So an example I can think of is I, I had a presentation in something that we call TOK, Theory of Knowledge, um, while I was in school. And it is basically the study of a branch of philosophy, epistemology, um, which is the theory of knowledge. And there is a structure that is given to you by the sort of, let's see, the the, the board, right? The international um, baccalaureate that, that you know, judges those presentations. But I felt that that structure was quite limiting. Um, it can it can sort of limit the ideas that you put across and but at the same time it helps you because it gives your presentation focus and you know what it is that you are expected to do rather than just going out and making a presentation and not knowing whether it's going to meet the expectations of the curriculum or not so of course there's that value to it as well but to get back to the point I have uh, you know I made modifications uh, with that structure that I thought really helped my presentation. And since then, I have used that similar idea when I'm helping some of my uh, duties. I tell them, okay, first of all, you have all of these ideas, right? Get them all out. And if you want to do that in a stream of consciousness style, just write and write and write and get all of the ideas out, great. That's what you should start with. But then you want to get a rough idea of what the structure is going to be. Because you want to get all of these ideas across and they have to make sense. They have to be logical, and each one has to logically follow from the other. So how are you going to structure them to make sure that that happens? And that's something that they struggle with a lot, and something that I think is very important to think about explicitly and make clear before you get into actually constructing uh, whatever it is that you're making, whether it's a TOK presentation or anything else. So I think that's the value of structure. It's, it's very important, and people know that, but it's something that people have trouble with. And, you know, I think sometimes people think about structure too linearly or or they expect it to be a certain way. But I, I feel that modifying the structure and using it to your benefit, you know, sort of being innovative with the structure, if you will, can help you express your ideas even better. And that's what I'm doing with my book. I mean, there's not many books, I think, that are organized by part A, part B, part C, part D. Um, subsection you know subsection one and chapter two and three and whatnot and each of those cross-reference to each other i don't think that there are many books like that and you might say okay well if anything you're making it difficult for the reader but i definitely think that the way i've done it might sound might sound confusing now um, you know actually helps the reader and makes them realize okay so this links with that and that links with this whereas if i just you know spilled my thoughts onto a page people would have had no idea what I'm talking about. Even though the ideas themselves aren't too complex, it's just the way that they'd be just all over the place would not be good. So 
how do I use the stream of consciousness style even for ideas in my book? So for one, I record episodes on my podcast and often I use some of the ideas that I might come up with on my podcast while I'm recording it um, in my book, right? So that's something that I might do. So I might take a topic in my book and say I want to discuss this on my podcast and hopefully I'll come to new conclusions. If not, at least I'll I'll be able to articulate my ideas a bit better and maybe I could use it as a ref- reference when I'm editing or further developing any books that I'm writing. But another thing is, even though I have a structure, when I'm writing each chapter, I still have a sort of stream of consciousness style. So even though I have you know, parts within sections, within chapters and so on and so forth, when I'm writing one particular char- uh, chapter or one particular section of that chapter, I will be writing in a stream of consciousness style. So this is something that might seem confusing, but it's possible. It's possible for you to have a rigid structure, but then to have certain things within that structure that are written or produced in a stream of consciousness style. And I think there is a lot of value to doing that because first of all, you need to be able to express your ideas um, in a structured way. But at the same time, you want to be able to come up with new ideas as you're going along. So if there is any way that you can implement this sort of stream of consciousness style, a good way to do it is within a small sort of pocket in your structure. Another way that I formulate some of the work that I do, whether it be a presentation or my book or an essay, is that I just write in a stream of consciousness style completely without any structure to start with. I just just write and write and write and get all of my ideas out on the page. Now, if I read back those ideas or if I show them to other people, it's not gonna make any sense. But at least while writing or while producing or while recording, I came up with several new ideas. And now that I have those ideas, I can begin to structure them. So that's what I think the value is of having a stream of consciousness style, but then structuring it for the sake of other people and for yourself when you refer back to that work to make sure you know what it is that you mean. So I think these are a few different approaches that you can take. And there's a lot of value to the stream of consciousness style. So if there's any way that you can take advantage of that, that can be very beneficial for the work you produce. And you might be thinking, okay, th- th- this this episode seems so random. What is, is anything that I'm saying political, philosophical? But I think it's somewhat meta because my, my podcast itself, you know, depends on this stream of consciousness style, depends on structure and you know, this sort of self-aware analysis, I think, is is something that's important in, ph- in philosophy and sort of reflecting on it and sharing it with other people, first of all, I think it can help me, myself, figure out what it is that I'm doing with my structure and making sure that I'm getting my ideas in the best possible way or getting them across in the best possible way. But at the same time, also giving people an insight into my thought process when I write my book or even when I Um, record my podcast. So if anything, you can look at this episode as sort of a look into my mind uh, when I am recording a podcast or a podcast episode. Uh, But another purpose is that, you know, I I want to give people insight into how they can improve their own work. And, you know, I'm certainly not an authority on, on this kind of stuff. There are definitely people who are a lot better at expressing their ideas than me. A lot, a lot of people who, who can, cogently analyze things a lot better than I can. But as I said, with anything that I express, I'm not expressing it because I'm I'm a super authority or I know everything that I'm talking about. I'm expressing it because there are ideas that I have and I think, you know, I want to share them. And if they're valuable to other people, great. So 
this was sort of a, a short podcast just discussing the structure and some of my thoughts uh you know when, when, when i'm made aware of this stuff because a lot of this stuff happens naturally but when i'm made aware of it and i'm to think about it it's the same way as a musician when i write music and i realize that i've subconsciously done something that's made the song sound better um you know it's it's quite interesting to reflect on so i thought i'd just focus this ep- podcast episode on doing that and I hope it was at least a bit interesting or insightful. And yeah, so I think, to, to, to reiterate, I think structure is very, very important in any work that you undertake. And I think it's a very important first step to have an idea of what your structure is. Or maybe if you say that you're going to start with a stream of consciousness style and then structure. At least structure is an important step in making sure that your ideas get across in the best possible way. So yeah, so the two approaches I mentioned were just writing it down all of your ideas in stream of consciousness style and then figuring out the best way to structure them or having an idea of a structure beforehand and then using the stream of consciousness style to to fit your ideas into certain pockets and yeah i think i think that's a good place to stop i know i'm saying and yeah a lot which is kind of ironic in a podcast where i'm talking about structure and the importance of being articulate but anyway i I i think i think that's a decent enough place to wrap this episode up. I really hope it wasn't too boring, but yeah, I, I, I guess, I guess I, I just had some of these thoughts and I wanted to share them. That's the purpose of of this podcast. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was at least somewhat insightful. Anyway, um, that'll do it for me today. At the sign of the dollar, thank you for listening.